Welcome to your favorite podcast that talks about your favorite game on Smite. Howdy, folks. That. It's on Smite <laughs> Podcast, where we talk about your favorite game, which is, of course, Smite. And tonight, I'm here joined with my uh, fellow co-host. I'm Brent Copeland. I am Ryan Karn. And I'm Bitburner. And uh, tonight, we got uh, a lot of stuff to cover. Uh, the SWC, as well as all the new changes, new Pantheons. A whole new Pantheon! Holy crap! Yeah, um, and Pantheon skins, which is something kind of new, too. Oh, Yeah. Maybe I should say Konnichiwa! Or I see I don't know any Japanese, so yeah, uh, let's let's not do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, we're gonna get to that, but first, let's see uh, something called. Hey guys, what's cracking? And this is where we talk about what's been going on, and and uh, we took a big hiatus for the. Holidays, or should I say, Konnichiwa! <laughs> no, I mean? you should not. No, no. Okay. Anyway, no, um, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I've been, uh, um, well, SWC. SWC! Thanks to my good friend uh, Rage and got me a ticket. Uh, thank you again. So that was awesome getting to see everybody. Um, and then, uh, uh, you know, some smite. Easy enough week. How about you, Raging? Uh, well, that was my week, too. I mean, it was all about the SWC for me. Um, that was quite the experience. It was absolutely awesome. Glad I went, even though it was quite the travel for me. Um, aside from that, I don't know. I mean, do we want to talk about our regular weeks? Or do we want to get into Smite Worlds? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I figure we'll get into Worlds. So I figure we just kind of okay. get through okay. this and... Uh... Uh, so I guess uh, what's cracking with me, um, I've played one match with Amat Amaterasu, which, who we'll talk about a little bit more. Uh, she's not really my style. I was really hopeful for her seeing that she had the old Guan Yu ultimate, but um, she's too much like Nemesis. She's too much get in there with basic attacks and kill people, and that's not my thing. Um, I've had some really crazy matches. Uh, had a really, really good Ares uh, Assault beatdown. One of those ones that makes me have faith in playing Ares again. Uh, went 10-4 and 23. Top kills, top kill participation, top player damage, top damage mitigated, and uh, top damage taken, and still died less than everyone on the other team. So uh, it was one of those ones where it's just, yeah, you go in and you feel like you're just owning the place. And uh, that was really good. At the end, did you like go and scream because you were so excited? And you go, Kanichiwa! No, I did not, but uh, I will make this comment. I, I will apologize on the chance that she hears this. I will apologize once more to the poor young lady who was sitting beside me when Ares got drafted for his one match in the Smite World Championship because I screamed so loud, it scared the living daylights out of her. So imagine that, big Sasquatch-looking dude sitting beside you all quiet-like, and all of a sudden, <laughs> let's out the inner raging. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that was pretty much it. I guess the only other big news is I am four worshippers away from Diamond Guan Yu. Uh, nice. I made the mistake the last match I played him. It was seven, and I said, okay, if we win this, I get Diamond Guan Yu. So, of course, we didn't win. So, four more worshippers to go. Wah, wah, wah. How about you, Betty? 
Um, I've been playing the new gun. I haven't played uh, her in a, in a real match uh, yet. Just been practicing builds and stuff um, in arena practice. Just trying to get, you know, find out what what she's all about. I don't know uh, how much I like. It's kind of like a nemesis kind of thing where, you know, you have to be up in everybody's face. And that's never works well for me. Um, but that's why I was trying to play it a lot in practice to, in case, you know, it comes up. I'm not just totally... You know, lost with the with the new god. Um, she really strikes me as Nemesis 2.0. Yeah, it, it, she's what Nemesis lot. what they wanted Nemesis to be, but then Nemesis turned out to be an assassin, so they just said, "Okay, screw it, we're going to make her an assassin." So I feel like this is take two to get that frontline right up, slash people to death with attack speed warrior. Right. Well, and, and, and I've only played against um, her a couple times. And it's just like, I, she just kind of floats across. And I'm like, why isn't she dead yet? Like, she's just floating there across the front line. And everybody's like, just running by her, doing other stuff. I'm like, should she be dead? Like, what's going on? I don't know. So I haven't even looked at powers or anything yet. So I'm I'm going to learn a lot this podcast. Yeah. Um, I found that uh, a, a, a little key with, with her is the Frostbite Hammer and, yeah. uh, and a Hasten Fatalis. To those two together, so you're 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 because everything is is based on how quickly you can uh, get three hits or more on them, uh, and that puts like a whirlwind on them or something. And then um, so the faster you can do that, and then if you can slow them while they're doing it, and then just spin around them while you're hitting them, uh, that's what I figured out with. Her. But uh, playing in a real game is going to be a, a whole different uh, ball game. But I've been playing um, uh, Clash a little bit. Um, when I'm not playing Assault or Arena, I, I, I kind of like that game mode a little bit. So I've been trying to get into it a little bit and and pretty much every time been winning. So that's kind of cool. Uh, been getting good teams where we just roll the other team. So. Mm. And they're, they're quick games, so I like that too. Why, uh, sometimes I like Arena sometimes because they can, they can be relatively quick for the most part if you get some, some good teams. Yeah, I mean, well, even a long, a long arena match is twenty five minutes. Like right. that's the longest I've ever had, except for that one horrible one where Brent turned off the minions. But we won't talk about that. <laughs> like a four hour match. <laughs> uh, and I watched, uh, I watched worlds. <laughs> I watched worlds um, from home, and um, I got made fun of by my wife because. It was like I was some sort of sports fanatic, you know, that watches football <laughs> on the weekends or whatever. Because, you know, the announcer's going and everything. So she's kind of making fun of me. Because we are totally not into that kind of thing. Um, most of my family isn't. Maybe one, my brother-in-law, and that's it. So it's kind of a strange, it's kind of strange to see, hear announcers doing something and me be fixated on that. So... <laughs> Yeah, I, well, I, I watched from home last year, too, and I remember my girlfriend was really impressed by that, actually. Like, she made fun of it, too, of course, but just she was not expecting that. She was not expecting a four-person analyst desk and a, a three-person uh, commentator call during during the events. I mean, they really right. do a good job of, of producing it to be an event. Yeah. Uh, yeah, she basically said, oh, they take it seriously. <laughs> I'm like, well, yeah, there's a lot of money. Uh, at stake and it's you know this is this is a world competition it's people from all over the world um and i think at the time we were what we uh i was trying to explain to her why china was losing so bad so <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah 
They don't get all the gods all the time. Yeah, they don't. They didn't. They're kind of late to the game and all that. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're they're always like a god behind. They were saying uh, that they had had Chiron for maybe two weeks or something. It sounded like uh, in preparation for this, so they tended to just ban him instead of try and play him. So and and I just kind of like wonder how uh, that all goes down in China. I mean, like you know, it, there's. Non-pro teams here. There's amateur teams that just kind of play together and do really well and kind of get in. But there's actually some pro teams that are like funded by uh, a person or you know a company and um, may even <laughs> and pay them. Like so, like I wonder if the Chinese teams are are they pro teams over there funded by the government or are they are they funded by private individuals or is it just people who love playing Smite and just uh, are the best in China in that. Well, they, they must have organizations because, I mean, the, the team names are organization names. Like, I mean, the one team, the top the top ranked team out of China was that OMGB. And they were right. called OMGB because there's also an OMGA and an OMGC. So, right. and they're just the best of the three, apparently. So, um, they, they probably do. But, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's probably just a private venture at this point, I would think. Yeah. I don't think the I don't think the government there is quite picked up on esports as something that they want to be the best in the world at. Right, right. Uh, even though you know one of their, um, you know, when they asked him to say something in the beginning, I think you know one of them was like, you know, win for China. <laughs> you know, so yeah. Um, well, there, there's yeah, a lot I, of lot of uh, talk before matches. What did you think about that, uh, uh, Raisin? Oh, that was it. Okay, the first thing I'm going to say is everything I'm about to say for the next minute or so is excluding enemy and excluding pain to beyond. Um, it all seemed really forced. Like, it seemed like uh, they had been told beforehand to make sure to, to do a little trash talk and get some drama going when you're up there. You know, it, it didn't seem really all that genuine. Uh, these guys almost seemed uh, embarrassed to be saying the uh, some of the cheesy things they were saying to each other as, as lame easy, trash talk. Easy game, easy life. Yeah. yeah and what's, then, is that something going around? Is that a meme right now? I don't know if that's a meme, but um, I'd never seen it before. And now I've played seven matches since I came back from there, and I've already seen it used as a post-game lobby taunt once. Well, that's all so, we need, right? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's kind of my opinion on that. Now, on the flip side, there was good old Pain to Beyond, uh, which, for people who don't know, that's not some badass Pain-related name. The guy speaks French. It's French for Meatloaf. So his name is Meatloaf. Anyways, um, his stuff like he was he was very much playing the heel, like this was pro wrestling and he was going to be the bad guy, and he did it very well. Um, again, I don't know how sincere it was, but um, he did it very well. I don't think Smite needs it though. Is the the thing that irritates me right. uh, when we've already got an issue with toxic uh, community and cocky bastards mouthing off. We don't really need the pros advocating that, I don't think. Um, whether or not that was endorsed or, or requested by Hi-Rez, I don't know, but it, it certainly seems a little odd. Um, it's a great way for him to build his brand. Yeah. And I'm hoping now, especially being that you know everyone discounted them, nobody thought they'd do anything, and the fact that they legitimately beat uh, Fnatic, 
Like Fnatic was playing comp and enemy legitimately beat them. Um, they beat Paradigm as well. That one's a little more questionable because Paradigm didn't really seem to be taking it seriously. They were doing some really weird drafts. Um, and then, yeah, they went 3-0 against Epsilon, but A, it was Epsilon, and B, the matches weren't complete blowouts. They had leads for good portions of each match. Um, hopefully, now that people have to take them seriously, um, I'm hoping that they will lay off on that heel approach and not try and be the, the badasses of Smite anymore because they're going to get respect and viewers and people buying their merch just because of their skills at this point. They don't necessarily need to be this loud, brash, abrasive team. Yeah, I really liked, I, I miss um, uh, uh, Lassus's um, attitude, to be honest. He brought, he brought, um, he, 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 to me, he was kind of a, a star um, esports person, right? Somebody to look up to. He's healthy. He exercises. Mm. He has you're positive talking attitude. Lasses. Yes, yes. <laughs> Old Lasses was right. bad, but yeah, right. I understand. But lasses. but and but he's come a long way, and 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 I thought that putting that person up on a pedestal was was a way better than putting some of these <laughs> punks up there. And that and I just looked it up. That is a meme from League of Legends, which yeah. there you go. tells you something right there, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> So and, and a lot of this could be branding of the teams. Like you said, I think some of these teams like they, they've got to kind of find a way to generate something past um, these these matches and the money that's made out of these matches. I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons why Smite um, toned down how much they were paying out the overall for Worlds so they could divvy it up throughout the year and, and try to make it where like, okay, if we actually are decent, we could make a living being a um, pro esports team. Um, mm -hmm. but I, I, you know, I think part of that is you need to sell some merch too as a team, but I wouldn't mind, I like, I like the enemy logo. Like I wouldn't mind getting a, you know, a shirt like that or something like that. Uh, so I think maybe some of these teams are trying to figure out ways to, like you said, push their branding yeah. and, um, find a way to get people to want to buy some of their stuff. Um, you know, uh, macho Randy, macho man, Sam, whatever his name was, didn't he, he made some money, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so they just gotta find the right cheese to cheese on, and then cheese away. Um, but yeah, the the it's it it was so much fun uh, watching the game. I actually watched a few games from um, probably more than than I I should have from the hotel because I was actually <laughs> working too. So I had to uh, work in the mornings, um, and then um, you know. Then, and I'd watch a few games before I actually went went to Smite, and and it was they they really do a good production job, um, so that that was a good thing. I'm trying to think of other things that happened um, during the tournament that were interesting to discuss. Um, I guess one one thing that I really took away from it that I was really impressed by was, uh, for the most part, there wasn't a whole lot of of region. Uh, region loyalty. It was everyone was there to to see some smite. Right. Um, I, I I distinctly remember the very the first day when every team at the event played except uh, Paradigm and and uh, uh, Cloud Nine because they didn't have to because they were the top seeds. Uh, the number one player announcement that got the whole audience screaming 
was when they were announcing the Quiet Guy Reapers and they said Knight's name. Because people remembered him from last year. He was the crazy-ass guy who played that mid-Anubis that, that was just wrecking people, and no one had ever seen an Anubis at that level before. Um, unfortunately, he only played Anubis once. Uh, probably smart, <laughs> to be honest. But, um, like, it was nice to see that, though. It's like, you know, people were excited for these teams. Yeah. Uh, it didn't matter if you'd never heard of Avant-Garde out of, uh, out of Australia or Pain Gaming out of Brazil. When they came out and they pulled off their plays... Uh, that got a lot of of uh, of attention and a lot of a lot of cheering, and when people broke the meta as well, like uh, when whenever a new god was drafted for the first time in the tournament, everyone went nuts. Um, which maybe is a sad testament to the other side of this, which is how overused uh, about seven of the gods were that were, appeared in. 80 to 95% of the matches were the same seven bloody gods. Um, yeah. That's and, a side issue. And, and the same thing, um, talking about uh, role models and stuff, I thought uh, Jeff Hinla, uh, he got a lot of uh, publicity, I think. Uh, people loved hearing his name. And he was, if you watched him when he was out actually talking and chatting with people, he was so nice and gracious and, and talked to everybody. Um, I think he hugged you. Yeah, which weirded me the hell out because I have you hate you wouldn't even let me hug you. I'm I'm like I'm kind of a Sheldon Cooper in a lot of ways. If you watch Big Bang Theory, I I have space and touch issues. So yeah, I all I did was say hi hi good luck in the tournament, and he just like went for it and hugged me. I'm like okay, yeah. this is kind of weird. Maybe it was just beard magnetism. I don't know. But, yeah, and um, and, I, and like like you were saying there, I wish they would drop the the sex part. Like yeah, like, uh, it. And it's it's fine. Have it there. I don't know if it's a nickname or what, where it came from, uh, but they really just pushed it oh, over shit. and over and over again. Um, he's a great guy, um, but uh, I don't. I didn't, I didn't really get it. But that's probably just me not knowing where that comes from. But yeah, I I definitely thought like from everything that I saw that the Cloud Nine guys were basically the 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 opposite of the enemy persona and exactly what uh, what Bit was saying about Lassus. Like they were the guys who were, uh, I mean, all the teams were out and being friendly, but they were the ones that really seemed, especially like Jeff Hindla and Barracuda, really went out and. Uh, and we're really good with the people. I mean, there's a picture floating around of there was a Make a Wish kid that was getting backstage uh, access to the tournament, and there's a picture of Barracuda giving this little kid a hug, and this kid's just glowing because of it. So, I mean, that's the that was the image that Cloud Nine gave off yeah, uh, as opposed to cool. yeah. Uh, and I mean, some of them are a little more low key. Like you know, I never really heard or saw a whole lot from Andenster or those guys, but uh, certainly uh, Hindla for sure. Uh, they they obviously don't take themselves too seriously, and they're just out there, and they recognize their players were players. Let's all just be players together. Yeah, they'll just be richer players. <laughs> yeah, I wish I had um, um, interviewed some of them. I don't know why I bought a recorder just for that occasion, but for some reason, just never really felt like it was a good time. Well, every the the way that they rushed the tournament. Uh, really made it hard, would have been difficult to do that. Like, the only place we would have snagged people is if we'd got, like, taken it to, like, the after parties and stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was one thing that bothered me this year. And it seemed like last year, watching it from home, they stuck to the schedule. They scheduled 
blocks for the matches for if they went the full three or the full five game set. And if they went shorter than that, then they had filler. They had uh, random teams plucked together. They had media people who'd never played the game before playing. They had a band up playing uh, some Mumford and Sons songs at one point, I remember. But they they did filler and people could go out and and you know get some fresh air, go down to the expo, look at the merch. This year, it was just as soon as one set was done, as quickly as they could set up the teams for the next one, they went. And so there was no filler time. There was no break time. And as a result, yeah, we, we, anytime I saw people, like I, there were some people I wanted even just to say hello to, like not even do an interview, but like, hello and thanks for being on the show. Uh, Lydia was the big one for that. Every time I saw Lydia, she was busy. So I wasn't going to bother her. And, yeah, it, it, we just didn't have time. These people were out mingling, but you would have actually been bothering them most of the time to to try and interact with them. Yeah, and I, w- I wonder if they got feedback maybe from last year that said, hey, not, don't do that stuff in between. We just want to see matches, and so maybe they felt like that was it. I, but Like, my only issue with the whole thing is kind of a timing thing, like, like someone coming in and getting there at 5, and, you know, and, you know, and matches are over. When, when they thought they were going to go for three more hours or something, um, that might have been, yeah. you know. Well, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I kind of got that feeling when just tuning in. I was like, whoa, it's over today already? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of, I was I was noticing that. So that now that you say something. Yeah. And, and I don't know if there's really a good answer to it. Like you said, it was kind of good having that stuff in between. Maybe it's finding the right stuff to have in between, something that still kind of matters to people. Uh, and my, like cosplay, yeah, like or, a cosplay or like, thing. Have like um, another tournament going on at the same time, like a three v three or you know single joust, even arena, whatever. Have these side matches that are going on in a different room that they just switch to. Uh, yeah. that you could go to. Yeah, they could be just like the casters and things playing, or you know, people from within, you know, the community. Yeah. Just yeah. As pull, exhibition pull random stuff. people from the audience yeah. for assault matches. Yeah. You know something, um, but yeah, and and you know, I it is what it is. It was it was still a lot of fun. Um, yes, like like I definitely don't want to like like that was if there were any issues that was it, and that's not a huge issue. So um, the stage looked great. It it looked incredible. Oh yeah, it was great. And the the one thing that that you guys couldn't see, I mean, for the most part, all the production that we saw, you guys saw at home. But the one thing that was great was they also had beside the the main screen, they had these two long vertical screens that had all the players' faces. So you could see them as they were playing. There was also up on the ceiling, there was another big board that constantly showed stats. And then whenever the uh, whenever certain things happened, like a gold fury went down, the first blood, all of those screens would, uh, all the lighting in the place would change and all those screens would display what just happened. Towers went down, whatever. And that was actually important because sometimes a tower would go down off camera and you wouldn't even realize it except then they played that graphic. So there is a little bit extra that you get to see from being in that room with that setup. Now, now I have um, just a little criticism. Uh, just, And I think this has come up before with the tournaments and stuff is, is that some of some of these tournaments because there's so many viewers and things on Twitch? This is, this is people's first experience with Smite, 
Um, and a lot of these people may, maybe are Dota or League of Legends players. So when they come over to view um, the tournament, it kind of looks like League of Legends. You don't know by looking at the tournament, you do not know that it has a third person uh, action shooter in a way, right? You or, or a skill shot based game. They very rarely go down into the player's view to give you what the actual player is seeing. And I love when mm -hmm. they do that because then you really see how difficult it is to see behind over these walls, see the other guy. And I think that they should switch into that view more. One, uh, just, just because that's how the game really is played. It, it, but it just, it's, I think it looks cooler sometimes. I mean, I like to see the overall field, but um, I mean, if I, it's like having a helmet cam on, on a, on a football player, you know, you feel like you're in there, you feel like you're in the game. And I think they should, they should do maybe do a little bit more balance of that. And I, I kept, seeing people in the chat going, oh, is this in three, is this a 3D League of Legends and stuff? You know, people were asking about the game and they couldn't get the concept because it still looked isometric, right? Mm -hmm. It still yeah, looks way out there like that. Yeah. When it's yeah. way zoomed out. And so they think that that's actually how you're playing is way out isometric like that. And they're like, eh, this is just like League of Legends. There's no difference so much for them. And right? wow, it would suck to be on chaos side. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, it's a, it's a small thing for me. I just think that I, I, I would always see that in the chat, and I thought, well, why don't they go down and show that more? There was actually one shot. Um, it was the new um, god. He was leading somebody in the middle lane, and it was like on the third hit. Um, oh, he yeah. He sniped him. He was falling oh, through the wall. Right? But you, don't, you could not tell how difficult really that shot was. Yep. Until they went down into his view and showed that he's actually timing it, shooting through the wall. And as soon as he comes visible through the wall, he had already lined up because he's guessing. And he was just happened to be right. And it was like the greatest shot. right? But you, you couldn't really appreciate that unless you were going and being as the player. Because the player was blind. We don't know that because we're up above isometric view. We have no idea. We think that the players can see everything you know, around there. That's yeah. my... That's my you know, feelings on it, but yeah, yeah, no, I, I agree. Every time they went down into um, the 3D view or the the behind the whatever you, we call it, like um, first person, like yeah, like I love that view, and I don't know if it's just being a player or whatever, but it really just feels like so much more action than when you go out and, like you said, it feels like you're watching League of Legends, and I don't know if it's it's to try to get people to go see. Look, it's just like the you know League of Legends is playing. Come on over and, and come play this. Except for bam! Now look at what you get. Right. Um, yeah. Now but, check this out. We're down inside there, and that and 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 literally, you could you could see the response to that in chat when they do that. You yeah. can actually see the people go, "Oh my god, this is th this is 3D. This is like you're actually down in <laughs> on the field." Yeah. Right. This is this is a new concept to League of Legends or Dota players. Because they, they're stuck in an isometric view where they can totally see their surroundings at all times. Yeah, and it almost seems like if you, like when you're calling a lane, going to a lane that, you know, follows some people over there, like you said, in, in the first person. And then when you're doing the playback, pull out, and then you can see what happened, like the the full play, right? That's why you're giving the yeah. play, so you can see everything that happened at once. Um, but I don't know. It's like, you know, it's like football. They could put helmet cams on people but i don't know if i'd like watching a football game from that view the whole time 
not the whole time, right? Uh-huh. But but went yeah. on a key play or something to to get to drive home yeah. how how difficult that was. Right. And that that's how the actual game is is played. Especially you know, with football is not a fair representation because we all true, know, right? But a video games a video games difference because it forces us into those views. Yeah. yeah the pacing of the game feedback. the pacing of the game works really well for it too and they should have played into it more in that you know you get these huge team fights break out and then whatever happens there's usually like a minute lull where everybody just goes back and and goes back to base and buys and farms and gets ready for the next team fight so yeah they've got a minute of yeah. not the most exciting smite action that they could very easily yeah pick just pick one god that was in that and flip over to them and quickly you know watch that team fight from being in that team fight that yeah they definitely needed to do that more well, well if you- and i know this year they really did do a lot more replays like you said like yeah, people were going back I, I was and noticing that, that yeah uh, and and they have kind of addressed this in the past when the community brought it up that the skins shouldn't be used in tournaments because it's confusing to new players because this is a game about gods and they're wondering why a you know a, a weird skin that has nothing to do with that god is how that's associated with the game and so if you right, notice jumping on an alien right yeah. exactly so if you notice they no longer use skins in the in the tournaments this 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 was they never have. No, no, they used to. Yeah, no, they used. To. No, they wouldn't. I don't think They've so. I don't think I've ever seen it. Least I, re- I remember it. I remember it being an issue, and Reddit posts about it about them using skins in tournaments. Well, I think it was probably now, this is, more. This on is pre. They should use them because um, what they've done is they actually made a new rule this year. Is well, they'll they'll allow them to use team based skins. Yeah, the team jersey ones they were able right. to. Right now, but um, but this is pre. This is more than two years ago. Okay, so well, before, before it really was a, a, a this real is a, tournament in a sense. Right. Yeah. So this, These are the small tournaments um, that yeah, were, okay. weren't the big money games, right? Yeah. But they were still being broadcast to Twitch, to new players, and it, the community brought this up, and they changed the rules. Well, I think the they, community's stupid. I think they should use all the, the <laughs> crazy skins they want. I think it would just add one more element, and they show it to their... their I mean, this isn't... I mean, it's... A, Okay, it's about gods or whatever, but like, who wants to use their base skin ever anymore <laughs> in any game? And that's what you're selling. That, right. In the end, that's what you're selling to people is the skins. Show them like, and all mm-hmm. the games are like this. Dota's like it. Even Heroes, all of them are selling skins. So show the badass, awesome, crazy skins, and you know what gods are going to get picked for the tournament. So you better come up with some crazy ass skins for those gods before it is. And and show them off, or at least do something to show them off. Yeah, I mean, in, in any other game, that would be that would be that would work, I think. But Smite's gimmick is that they are gods, the mythological gods from history, and so yeah, but that doesn't sell crap. It that's what got <laughs> I, that's what got me. That's what attracted me to the game. <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, this is about oh wow, this is about you know like real gods, mythos, and stuff. That's cool, right? Um. You know the 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 skins are just a bonus to that to, for me, but really yeah, you was, play was, tribes, so that tells a lot yeah. about you already. <laughs> <laughs> just in case Todd listens to the show, he'll never talk to me again. <laughs> you know, I'm just kidding with you. When are we going to make my MMO? <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no. I, I we we talked with uh, Todd and 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 Gabe and and um, all of them. They were all out, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, the company's really good for that. They're, all the company people were out walking the floor, meeting people. 
which impressed the hell out of me. Oh, and Kelly has um, face knees. <laughs> Do you know? Is that yeah, your when skin. No, <laughs> it could be when you stand up like straight and lock your knees, and your and your the skin on your kneecaps look like little doll faces. You never, never seen that? Heard that. <laughs> now we're gonna be looking at people's knees. And yeah, you're gonna do creeping it some bitches out. And I'm That's like, oh, she thing. has, she totally has the doll kneecaps. Wow. Uh, You've never seen Kelly's this? never gonna talk to us. That's great, right? <laughs> Who else can we offend in this show? So well, I talked uh, with uh, uh, sorry, one other person. I do want to give a little shout out to Uncommon Denominator, who is a viewer that I actually met, uh, a viewer of our podcast, who I met at Smite World. So nice. thanks for coming over and saying hi, and thanks for watching the show if you are watching this episode. Very cool. Did not look for me, but that's okay. That was when you were at the hotel. <laughs> Could have come look for me over there. I was just doing some work. So, uh, But yeah, I talked with... Um, um, Dry Baron, he asked us when we were going to start the Paladins podcast. So, I see Octane Pro starting one up too. I ha I, to be honest, I haven't been playing Paladins. I just haven't had enough time, and yeah. I I went. I, I haven't either. Paladins want to jump in again. Paladins was fun to try, but if I'm in the mood for a competitive online head-to-head -head game, I'm going to play Smite. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, and that's a yeah. tough one because I, I like. I mean, I love Smite. I like Paladins, but they're still in that phase of trying to figure out the game, like you know straight from his mouth that you know so it's like it, it's hard to enjoy a game when you don't know what it's going to be the next day kind of thing um and uh like i think there's something there and i think it could be great uh but i'm just kind of waiting for that um i don't know so i don't, i think maybe we could turn this show into almost a high res <laughs> specific <laughs> i mean uh in you know biddy can talk about Global agenda? No, uh, no. Tribe. <laughs> uh, well, and I'm global agenda too. If there's actually enough people playing, but. I still play Paladins at least, uh, you know, a few times a week. Um, get my levels up and my chest saved up. See what happens. I went in there the other day and I had like a grip of chests because they changed uh, something and like all my points added up and now I got a bunch of chests. I don't know. So I was like, oh yeah, cash in, cash in, cash in, new cards, woo. Yeah. And I did ask him, I said, so when people are on a point, the more people on the point make it go faster, but how many? And he said it's a max three. So three, yeah. Three max. Is that well, that's, in the game? That no. is, the, I mean, if you look at the team structure of how the, the team um, skill sets are, that's exactly how many people should be on the point and how many people should be running around. If you're making up your team correctly for, you know, just like in Smite, hey, we need a physical um, and a magical, and then we need a support, you know, we need to, you know, you right. need certain things. You can't just all be hunters, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And Unless so you play with us. That's how we well, roll. <laughs> or like nobody, yeah. They're like, you know, nobody chooses a tank. And when they're, and it's obviously, you know, you need a tank or, or a guardian is, is something. So, people haven't got that aspect yet. And that was something that was frustrating me. There's so many new players and I was kind of a little bit um, uh, getting a little bit more skilled. And I found that I was frustrating because people weren't getting on the point. They didn't understand the concepts right. of the game yet. Right. They didn't understand the concepts of the team choices yet. And that was getting hard for me because I was just getting like, ah! and I think if they added some verbiage to let people know some of these things, like you said, it would make it so much 
easier because that is my frustration with the game. Like I like the game, but when you sit there and you're like, please get on the point, please someone, yeah, someone, I'm wasting my time. Come to the point, and you're like typing it because I should know the VGS for whatever it is. Get on the freaking point before I quit out of this. Um, and that's why I usually quit. I'll play my two games and then be like, I can't take those people anymore. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that'll eventually go away. And I think it might be that they don't know right now. And yeah. it's in flux because it's in alpha beta, whatever it's in, um, yeah. you know, and, and that's fine. And, and, and eventually I think that, you know, maybe they'll do something where, you know, if there's two ADC type characters already selected there, you know, and they've got a bigger pool of selections, maybe that takes away the ADCs. Okay, you, you, you. It's like when you used to play uh, um, the, some of the best Battlefield servers way back in the day. They would limit the number of snipers, right? Yeah. Because if you didn't, everybody would be a freaking sniper, <laughs> and everybody's just sitting on any end of the map and just shooting each other, and that's no fun. Yeah. So. Yeah, something to balance that to cause that balance would be nice. You know, once you've got your 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 ADC chosen out of the pool, then then or two, you know, at least let two have their two. That closes the ADC pool, and now who who didn't quit, whoever didn't pick fast enough, will be stuck with picking whatever's left support. Um, uh, you know, those those types of roles. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know how how well that would work, but that that's that's I for me that's what's deficient right now. But I I do think that what you were talking about with the flux though is part possibly partly why they don't write some of these things out in quote unquote in yeah, stone. They might change that rule about how many people on a point will count. Maybe they'll up it to four, maybe they'll drop it to two. And if they've put it in the game somewhere documented, then people are are not like it's gonna be harder for people to let that go because they're gonna have read that sometime. Right. And yeah, once once you're playing the game, you don't go and read all the time, right? There's some people who religiously read patch notes, and fair enough. But the casual players aren't, and they're going to still remember that six months ago they read that three people is the most they can have on the point. Meanwhile, they've upped it to no, the whole team can be on the point, and then you'll get five points per second. And yeah, yeah I, I think that's probably why they don't want to document a lot of this stuff is because it is in extremely early beta, and they're changing things constantly. Yeah, because I, I could see where they may say, well, instead of uh, making it a max of three, why don't we make it a max of five, but give a bonus to the, the tanks? You know, so it's right. Incentives. Like, everybody can count, but it's really better if you just have the tanks on. Anyway, that's Paladins. This isn't yet a Paladins <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But I do know from, from talking to the other guys, I don't think uh, they're so much interested in doing Paladins at the, at the moment. They're all too busy doing other crap jackasses <laughs> um so what else at swc anything they had um uh touch uh jetpack um oh yeah there was jetpack freighter demos yeah um which you can get the skin for if you download it uh is that so, their mobile uh, game or something ios only iOS yeah only. You, it's a swipe game you move your you move your little jetpack fighter by swiping your screen and making you want the path to send them crashing through the enemy robots. Yeah, oh, I can see some other fun. things. Of it's ways. not really a thing, but yeah, I, I I got into the beta and I was playing the beta for a little bit, uh, but I haven't played it since the release. So I did download it and I want to get my skin, uh, play it some more. So we need someone who plays that every day so we can talk about that uh, on the the high res. <laughs> 
Hygiene. Well, I'm I, I'm making I'm making Jen download it to her phone because I don't have an iPhone. I have an Android phone, and it's only for iOS. So she's gonna have to get it on her phone just so I can play it to earn the skin in Smite because I'm kind of anal about getting the skins in Smite. Yeah. Uh. So SWC. Um. Anything else to say about it before we move on? Uh. The the only other thing I would say is one thing. One last little disappointment about it, I guess I would say, is that the the Xbox tournament really got second tier treatment. Um. You know, they, there, the was, there was an teams, Xbox tournament. There was, an <laughs> Xbox, yeah, there was, there was uh, three teams pre qualified, and then they had a, a mini tournament behind the scenes at the thing for at the event for the fourth slot. And uh, so then it was basically two semifinals and a final. And the Xbox stuff was just as entertaining to watch. Uh, the it was great because the gods that they picked were different because on Xbox, there's a lot, it's a lot harder to do the precise aiming. So big AOEs are a lot more, uh, a lot more desirable. desired. So we were seeing gods like Odin and Kukulkan appearing, uh, which never get played on the PC. And I don't know, I thought it was great watching these Xbox things, but it really was just, everything was second tier, uh, both from the production end of it, they were they were put in the crappy time slots, these matches, and they weren't really, uh, you know, they had the amateur casters do the casting for them, um, and even the crowd, and and I was disappointed by the crowd's reaction that they just up and left, you know, oh, PC's done for the day, we're gone, we don't want to watch this. Meanwhile, I mean, the, the team that won was PC Smite Pros. They didn't get into the PC tournament, so they formed a team, went into the open bracket at the tournament, went through it undefeated, and just demolished. It was Allied, Cyclone Spin, Omega. Um, who the who were the other so, two? So really, that's just me. Really, we should have started an Xbox team, and we might have actually competed with the people who just picked up the game and are playing it on Xbox. Right. Yeah, well, I mean, the, the control scheme supposedly is a little tricky to get used to but i mean the pros they knew the meta they right, knew the right, timing of things and yeah they did they did exceptionally well but it was great to watch so that uh, might be something they want to think about somehow integrating in between the pc matches like i could see how it'd be hard timing it'd be like oh we've got to cut this off to start the pc matches might piss some people off uh but if you could somehow almost ensure that what you're showing is um, the last well, portion. I don't know. It's have two streams. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Or a separate, or a separate tournament. And maybe they'll yeah, do that and the, the Xbox. And broadcast. Pretty- what they need to do is hook up with Microsoft and have their own tournament and actually broadcast mm-hmm. it through Microsoft's um, through the Xbox, so you can tune in on the Xbox because that's who it's going to matter to. Yeah. It doesn't matter to PC people. Don't care. Well, and to be well, honest, they don't care. And that was the their big sponsor this year was Xbox. Yep. So, um, and I'm pretty sure for that reason, right? Who, who do we want? How do we get people over to Xbox? Well, PC players, they need a console. Don't yeah. they? Yeah. No. Well, Windows 10. I think that that they're one of the things they want to do is um, get PC pl- uh, pl- players interested in the streaming feature of uh, Xbox One to Windows 10. Hmm. So, but yeah, the only thing it would be good for is exclusives and but X, you know, it, Smite isn't an exclusive. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So 
SWC, I guess that's uh, a wrap on that. And uh, oh, and if anyone cares, Epsilon won. <laughs> oh, you just ruined it for people. You just spoiled it. Oh yeah, I suppose, but uh, I figure if dead. they haven't watched it yet. Is that the new? What What, what did you think of the team fights at the at the in the late matches though? Just the random crazy team fights that just kept happening all the time. That yeah, just... especially that enemy Epsilon where, you know, people were getting away with, they couldn't have had more than 10 hit points when they were getting out of those fights. And, you know, just, just all jukes. over the place, too. Yeah. Just, no, I, they, didn't know what to I think. mean, they I... were very entertaining to watch. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought, though, I thought it was a little bit uh, random. Like, like they had the, the like the fights were so random sometimes that they were just spread out all over the place having these large team fights when there didn't need to be these large team fights I don't know I was just my uh it they they were kept coming back in to these team fights when it's obviously they were gonna lose I, some of that I couldn't get yeah it, so, it did have a barroom brawl feel to it at some yeah points. that's I yeah. that's kind of what I what it was it wasn't it wasn't more as precise, kind of planned out. Hey, we're gonna, you know, it was like, oh crap, there's a fight. Everybody do their thing, you know. It wasn't. This is a fight. We're ready. We're ready for this fight. It was like, ah. And and we have no experience in doing that whatsoever. Us, no. <laughs> right. I mean, every, every fight, every team fight we ever did, <clears throat> completely organized, pre-planned, and goes directly according to the meta. Yeah. Well, and there was some stuff that that I thought was interesting that I, you know, I. I probably could have realized was happening, but um, like when they sometimes when they were going for like the harpy, it wasn't to actually go for the harpy. It was to bait the other team into a team right. fight, and so I thought that was so interesting when yeah. they when they started playing the comms from enemy, and you're hearing them talk about you know no 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 bait him in bait him in get him in here, and it wasn't like normally you're watching the match, you're thinking like what what are you know oh they're going for the harpy you know the great you know. Uh, but they're prolonging it, trying to actually get vision so mm -hmm. the other team can see they're doing it and try to get them in there for an actual team fight and, and not the Harpy itself. Yeah, and, and most of those the fights I'm talking about were taking place around the Harpy. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if it's that things like point. that, right? To try to, to get it. Because you get a team fight and you get so much more if you think you're going to come out ahead of that team fight. That not only do you get a couple kills, but you also get the harpy. Yeah, after you, you kill were them getting all players, then. you were getting players over committing on one side of the harpy, while other players on the other side of the harpy weren't committing, and there was some sort of communication breakdowns at some points. Um, yeah, and that was, I, I was, I was kind of thrown back a little bit seeing that from a pro game. I expected to see a little bit more purposeful fights that that I was seeing in the early games. But um, and maybe that's just because these teams are so good. There's just no. I mean, they're just they're just going for it. I mean, there's a point sometimes when, well, we're just we just got to play hard. There's, the strategies aren't really, you know, yeah, and, it's going to play it as it happens. And, right? and I think there's also a, an ele element of, and this is where I don't know enough about uh, the pro stuff is is late game versus, you know, early game teams. Like, it could be more, in fact, look, we need to get these fights early because we can mm -hmm. take them early, but if we let them get to late game, we're, we're screwed. Um, yeah, and but you saw that, too. They were picking fights, like, within the first two minutes of the game, first yeah. three minutes of the game. It was crazy. Yeah, but yeah like, and that was like, if you've got Thanatos, you need to do that. Yeah. I mean, because 
you know, that's what Thanatos is. Thanatos is get ahead early and stay ahead. And if you don't, then you are food at the later levels. So yeah, that that's absolutely what they were doing. And the other team, knowing that, is doing everything they can to knock it in those fights. Yeah, but also not give up objectives. So it's like this this cat and mouse game. So it's it's really interesting. Pro, I mean, pro play. That's why we watch it over just watching somebody stream, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was really it was the the epsilon and the uh, um, games were those were fun to watch. Um, I wasn't necessarily rooting for them, but um, it, it, they were very very skilled team, and I was like, dang, these guys are gonna roll. Uh, I I I thought that near the end that they might not do it, yeah. And it was it was that it was that close. I thought I think it, I think what was it? There was a year or two ago. It was kind of a landslide, um, and so yeah, it wasn't as yeah. it wasn't as an exciting match. But this came down to where, I mean, it it was this game or two more games, right? Yeah. I mean, it I, was. I, I, Especially the Epsilon Cloud Nine set, yeah. which to me yeah. was the final. That was the final. Yeah, uh, the top two teams met together. in the because Cloud Nine was pushing and just they were on a roll. They were. They just, I thought they weren't going to stop. I thought this is it. Cloud Nine's going to win it right here uh, in this in this game. This is going to be the sign. And nope, they Epsilon. They just did got it. stymied like, by a Fenrir. They didn't yeah. know how to deal with Fenrir. Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent it right there. I don't think anyone would have predicted that. Did no you, one would. No one would have predicted that Fenrir would have been the deciding factor and that Emir walls would be so <laughs> oh, Those Emir walls. Oh, my God. God. Like, they were, like, pushing up. against it. You know, like, oh, man, why won't this go away? I need to be on the other side. And now, yeah, that was, now I'm just worried every match I play with Emir, people are going to be like, why aren't you running up your wall first? Haven't you seen the... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but did you hear the cheering when he, when he chose? Uh, oh, yeah. Was, yeah, well, was, again. New God, finally! Right. It's Yay. not Mona. Right. Yeah, I like how they were trolling though, like uh, Amuz and Cobb, you know, and they're tro trolling by choosing other gods. Like they're gonna, they're they this was what, like when they were against the China team and just rolling them, and they were, they were they were playing like they were gonna choose these other gods because they don't care because they're rolling these people. Um, but they didn't, they didn't do that. It would have been actually considered kind of disrespectful. Yeah. Um, well, what, but what you if they see made a, Barracuda's AMC? <laughs> what if they That's made not a, a bad pick for Barracuda. Right, but but it did, wasn't appropriate for their, okay, what enough. they were doing. What they were doing. What What if they made a rule where you couldn't pick uh, the same god in in a given set? That oh, like be, oh, like oh, through oh, the team. Oh, like oh. no one. Like once a god's been picked, the next picked five games or by either team. Yeah. Ooh, that well, would have enough gods to do it. I mean, and it you would see all these different gods and these weird comps and like these. Crazy... And then then the pros would actually have to know all the gods. What? How about we run a tournament that way? It'd be like we'll call yeah. it like Iron Man or something like that. Smite Iron Man. That would be insane. Uh, uh, yeah, t like elimination there, character elimination. Well, but... Here's the issue I have. I'm surprised you're the one suggesting this, Brent, because in a lot of ways, it's that it would add that extra level of unnecessary complexity that you don't like in the whole pick and ban thing. Um, because well, then it's, it's like, the complexity. do we it's, do, it's... do we kind of take this as our throwaway game and and we'll just get the crappy gods out of the way now 
And then we'll, you know, because they're going to play their strong one. And then next match, they'll probably play their weak comp. So then we'll bring in our strong comp. Like, I don't know. It, it it would certainly make it more interesting for us watching who are tired of seeing Bologna and Xing Chan in the solo lane every goddamn match over and over and over again. But, yeah. Yeah. No, and and my, my problem isn't complexity. My problem is fairness. And, um... Mm. I, I feel like when you're actually banning gods because you know that that's a player's best god, that that and and but it's part of the the game and it's part of the rules. I'm, I'm not saying anybody's doing something wrong for doing it, but I'm saying that's why I don't like picks and bans because to me it's like watching sports growing up. It's like if you were like, well, no, no, he's your best quarterback, so we're gonna ban him this game, <laughs> and you're gonna have to use your second string quarterback this game. Um, like I'm, that doesn't make sense in my mind. I'm like, why don't we just have the best five characters they have and the best five characters they have? And I understand once you, it's a mini, mini to, game inside of a game. Yeah. And yeah. once, once you have to, once you can't use the same gods on each team that breaks that immediately, because mm -hmm. if two people have the same best gods, well, it's broken. Who gets screwed? So you got to come up with some way to deal with that unless you're willing to, let both teams have the same five gods on each team. And then you're going to run into the problem where you only have five gods you see through the whole tournament because they, they meta and micro pick the five best gods that are going to, but then other people would figure out another meta that beats that. Right. And so then they would. Fenrir. Right. So, <laughs> so I don't know why that. I, anyway, that's the real reason. Um, and yes, uh, I think doing something where you, you then screwed them even further like that is is uh, would be more entertainment value on the other end. But that's, I would like to see sometime though, just some tournament where they just said, "Yeah, both teams can be the same five gods. Let's see what happens." Twenty on twenty arena, last man standing. Well, but I still want the game, right? <laughs> right. I still want like. That's the game. I'm not asking to play rugby instead of football. Like, let's play football, mm -hmm. but you pick your five best players. Yeah, but, I mean, this is what happens when you you're you're basically copying a game type from another from another game, yeah. and, and and holding yourself up to that to that game as a constant standard of what you should do next yeah. instead of innovating. Yeah, and right? and that's the thing. It's like every time I bring it up, that's kind of the answer, right? And it's mm -hmm. like I don't I don't. To me, that's not the right answer. It's an answer, but you're already you're all those other games are isometric. Why aren't you isometric then? Well, right. because we're doing something different. Well, let's fucking do something different. Right. And yeah. it may not work. See that, and that's the thing. Maybe they tried it and didn't work. That would be an answer I would accept. So, anyway, that's an old topic. Let's run <laughs> back. Because I will stand on that soapbox talking about that till the day someone gives me a good answer. Um, okay, so uh, we got um, this. Patch of the Pantheons. So, Am Amaterasu, is that close enough? I think so, Amaterasu. It'd be something like that, yeah. Uh, is a new god in a new pantheon. This is the Japanese pantheon. Um, I see here considered a mix between Nemesis and Guan Yu. Well, that, that's my opinion. 
is um as and i was talking about this before she's she's very very like nemesis in that she picks a target gets in on him and just starts beating him to death with basic attacks. It's tar- target oriented. Yeah. yeah, she she's very much she's very much pick a target and finish them off. Uh, her passive is if you get three hits on someone on the same target, then they get big debuffs to their defenses. So once you get those three hits on someone, you're best to stick on that person and, and keep wailing on them until they're dead. Yeah. And you get items like like you were saying, frostbound hammer and haste and fatalis, so they can't get away from you. And the old Guan Yu thing comes from, and this is what I love about her, is um, for anyone who's been playing the game for two years or more, you will remember the original incarnation of Guan Yu. Guan Yu was originally a guardian, so magic damage. And his for his three main abilities were basically the same. Uh, you know, he had the heal, he had the dash, he had the Taolu assault. But his ultimate, instead of being cavalry charge, was this... And it looked great, and that's one thing that disappoints me is that they did not make this look as nearly as good on Amaterasu as it did on Guan Yu. Like he, this crazy somersault leap, and it was a three mm. stage, and you could aim like where you landed for each stage, and each of those hits would do damage and an effect. And if you hit someone for with all three, it was pretty much death because it was uh, silence, cripple, and stun plus all the damage from the three hits. So they've toned that down a little bit with Amaterasu. Uh, it doesn't do all three of those status anymore, I don't think. Um, but it's basically the same idea. So I was really happy to see this original ult. Because Guan Yu was my original main back when I first started playing the game. And so it was nice. To, it was very nostalgic to use that ultimate again. Um, and they've actually done a little bit more with it in that it combos very well with her two. Because her two is a move that you charge it up for five seconds as you do, and as you do damage, uh, it gets more powerful for this two. So what you do is you activate it so it starts charging. Then you use your ult, because the ult takes three or four seconds to actually do all three leaps. And then when you're done, they're sitting there uh, with all those status effects, and then your two goes off, and it just wails on them. So um, little self-plug, I've actually got a great video of myself doing exactly that on my youtube channel right now i just put it up uh, last night and it's uh it's basically i do a tower dive and get a double kill by doing that charging the two ulting hitting them and then finishing them off when the two goes off so mm. I, I wasn't too thrilled about the the two in the in the charge up and it going off by itself i, I would yeah, have rather just- had it charge up and then let me fire it when I'm ready. So I, I'm I'm really having a hard time. That's why I'm still in practice doing that. Is working on the timings of that because it, it, it's it's not easy. You know this. It's gonna. I'm I'm really having to to work at at finding what's gonna like. And and now that you say that, that's perfect. That 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 I'm gonna try that right there. Yeah. And that might even be the say thing it right that, in the video. Yeah. Like in the. the and that might be the thing that. That pushes the character over for me so I can, you know, so you can go and clean up, be an assassin, you know. It'll be another one that I won't play forever because I, I'm not a big <laughs> assassin player. Right. I mean, we all like what we like. Uh, yeah. So I still need to play Soul. And uh, You haven't played Soul? Haven't played her once yet. Oh, man. Still. Still. They, oh, what, was the, what was the other new one? Chiron. Chiron, No. There's someone else besides Chiron. No, I guess it's Chiron. I've played some Chiron. Let's... Okay. And then before that, it was Xing Chan was before Saul, I think. So. Yeah, I've got I've maxed him. 
Well, not Mags, but I'm, so I, I mean, we're seeing Soul and Chiron in tournaments. So yeah, I mean, that's because they can do everything. Mm. They have every single thing that's in the damn game. They've got in their kit, which is the yeah. why they're getting used so much. Jerks. No, okay. So we also got some new skins. Uh, well, uh, I, I guess uh, back up and listed somewhere else in here. As as part of uh, the new Pantheon, we have a new event. Oh uh, yes, which is um, more skins to sell you and uh, more uh, ways to get uh, the emotes used. I guess. And another exclusive skin that you only get if you buy everything in the kit, which at yeah. least one person buy, I know right? very pissed off. But it's four things you got to buy. I think Take it's it I think it's only four this time, which is low for these sorts of things. But yeah, yeah. Now, now, what do y'all think about this? Now, and this is this is where I have a hard time because I love high res and I love Smite, and you know I don't want to say bad things about them. Um, but um, like I, like I like the tourney one. I like the original tourney one where it was like you, you're giving almost to the tournament too. Um, but I don't know. Some of them, like you said, to get that one skin. Um, do you feel like you're getting enough of a skin from those skins? You know what I mean? Like sometimes I feel like they put out skins and this is just a, a pure preference thing. So there's probably no way they can do it like right. But it seems like to get that last one that it should be super duper cool. Well, and I mean, I guess that's what they tried to do with the, the tournament skins, like with, with the, the transforming Thor and the evolving Thanatos. Um, the way I was looking at it, though, was it's kind of a, a double-edged sword for high-res because it gets the money. But the problem they're running into now is, like, I look every god I have at least two really nice skins for. And I'm a little bit skewed on that because, as you may guess, that I can afford to fly to halfway across the continent to go to a video game tournament. You know, I can afford to buy gems. And so I probably have put way too much money into this game. Uh, and to some be fair, they've so. given us, you know... Yeah, absolutely. Ooh, but I've, I've also... I've also yeah, I've bought sunk a, a lot couple of hundred gems. bucks into yeah. this game. Yeah. yeah. Game. Um, <laughs> but it's at the point now where it's like, you know, some of these skins come out and the exclusives, and I kind of want them just because... I'm collecting them and I'm a little anal about that. Yeah. But at the same time, like, okay, I didn't get the um I didn't get the ones related to the Xbox release. There was an Amir skin and a Zeus skin uh relating to Xbox. And you basically had to have an Xbox to get those. And I don't have an Xbox and I'm not buying an Xbox to get two Smite skins as much as yeah. I love Smite. Yeah, I, I tried to do that and it's all no go log in on your Xbox One. I'm all dang. Yeah. But the thing is I already like. Yeah. I already have Cacodemon Amir. I have Nuclear Winter Amir. I have Cyber Amir. Like, I don't need another Amir skin. Oh, I will uh, buy every Amir skin that I can that comes out. And well, that's I'm what Ares me, too, right? I mean, I will play SWC 2015 Ares forever. But right. every time there's an Ares skin that comes out, I gotta buy it. Um, so, but I can't get. There's an Amir skin. I didn't realize there was an Amir Xbox skin. Yeah, there was an. It, it looks like the Cacodemon skin. It's okay. basically Cacodemon. I was where that one came from. Yeah, um, yeah that's an Xbox, and so it's why gone. So they make it where you get it on Xbox for free, but you can buy it on PC. It it, it had to do with that with the Founders Pack and stuff. It was basically a way of trying to get 
I think it was a way of them trying to get PC players to migrate over to build up their their player base quicker. Right. Uh, was to get that account linkage going on. So I don't know. I, yeah, I I almost wish they yeah. Like then why offer it for PC? Honey, you're playing you know Smite I mean? in the back room too much. Come play in the front room. <laughs> <laughs> like I I wish it wasn't there for me to see and went go. I wish I could get that. Because like you said, it's one thing if I can get it on something else. If I go download their game or go follow them on Twitter mm. or YouTube. But I am not going to buy an Xbox for the skin. Now, will I borrow an Xbox? <laughs> Log in I, I went so far as to call up my nephew and ask him to do it. But then he he's playing. He's a PS4 gamer now, apparently. He yeah. changed sides without me knowing. <laughs> well, sometimes that happens. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, probably a petty gripe, but that's my gripe. What uh, what about, uh, what about the Bruce Lee? It's not Bruce Lee, but you know, it's, it, it's it Bruce is, Lee. It absolutely is Bruce Lee. They, but it's, it's not, he's not Asian. Calling it that. He's not even Asian. Who? The what, character's who? not even Asian. Who was it, it for? It, Mercury. He, he's Mercury. wearing, he's wearing a yellow jumpsuit and he's doing all these, you know, the Kung Fu well, my problem is, does Mercury really need another skin right now? Like, I'm like, let's let's throw some love around. Let's get some skins on some. I don't know. Maybe they're the most play gods. Like, well, that's not. What I, I don't have privy to that information. Like, and another one yeah, is so, Neath. I mean, Neath already has what ten skins. So here's another one. But then they did do this really awesome kaiju one for Sobek, and Sobek really only had the pirate one. Well, oh, and skin's I'll badass, though, and that was created by somebody in the community who they worked with to to make happen. So I thought that was kind of cool too. Well, they're good right. for that, and I was tr I tried to pin somebody down to pitch my Guani Canuck skin idea, but uh, I basically got the brush off, so that's not happening. Uh, yeah, I don't. Unless I, I learn how to draw and put it on Reddit. I, I'm not worried about the. Uh... Bruce Lee not being Asian. I think that's okay. Have you have you guys seen the new cinematic trailer? I have not seen it yet. I, I noticed them playing it during the tournament and stuff, but I, yeah. I didn't watch um, it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, this, I, I have a bit of a beef with this, and um, I think it's it's because I, you, you can take the uh, you can take the accountant out of the office, but you can't take the office out of the accountant. <laughs> and I'm watching this thing, and it, it's a great video. It's beautifully done. But if you don't already play the game, you have no idea what's going on. Yeah. I mean, even as a even as someone who played the game, it took me about halfway through the video for me to figure out what's going on is that they just went and got Fire Giant buff, and now they're standing in mid, basically taunting the other team. Um, but like, if you don't know what Fire Giant is, you have no idea why they're having all these flashbacks to lava and flames and Amir putting up ice walls to try and block the lava. Nor are you really understanding why the one team is just absolutely pwning the other one. Once you figure that out, then okay, yeah, it, the video makes absolute sense. You know, when you've got Fire Giant buff, you can be like that and you go in and they're going to do everything they can to stop you and it's just going to bounce off. But as a marketing tool which really it should be if they're investing the time and money that would have gone into making this, it doesn't work for selling the game. And that's my personal opinion. Are, are they targeting League of Legends players? 
think it'd be smart to target uh, that, any of the players. Is, is there a, a mobile player would understand that because camps sense? are a big deal in League of Legends? Like, is there a fire giant equivalent in? League? Yeah, there's yeah. camps. All, yeah, there and that and that's the key to the game. It really is controlling Baron. the camps is way the, more than I it think is. The Baron smart. is is uh, a big slug dude, unless it's changed. I think he was the big bad guy. I don't know. I've never even. But it's. It, I mean, so. it's 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 more of the meta. Than it is in in Smite per se. I I do also want to say one more complaint about it. Who the hell drafted those teams? Who drafted Emir Bologna Loki, and who drafted <laughs> Thor Wukong and Neath? Like, those were the no. skins that were e easy easiest to export to Maya. Uh, well, I, think I know that I know the when we didn't here. see in the tournament, right? I do I do know why they picked Emir. It's because they could show him being hurt and not have censorship issues uh you know at one point loki stabs thor and they he pulls his knife out and there's no blood it looks really stupid um but you do get to see like wukong takes a chip off of amir and just a big chunk of ice falls off well that's okay so okay fine use amir for that but okay anyway so rant I, over I saw them in in the chat room them talking about uh, mercury not having any skins and so i had to load it up real quick because i'm like i feel like i've seen a lot of skins like he has uh, run, running exclusives. They're all exclusives. They're all exclusives, yeah. Like, why are they doing uh, that? Uh, like, spread it around. Because Mercury probably is. He's one of the older gods, but uh, he gets played a lot. Well, he's, you know? he's a mid, like, like well, old these days. He's not that old. The, the you know spreading I mean? around, I have an issue with. And, I mean, look at this here, okay? So they do the digital loot pack. Comes with three god skins. Agni... Anubis, Zeus. Three mids, three mages. And then we go through the Odyssey, and last year, Odyssey reward was a jungle-only assassin with a dunk. And this year, it's a jungle-only assassin with a dunk! Yay! Like, I, I own these two epic skins that I paid a crap ton of money for on gods I never am going to play. <laughs> and, I mean, at least mix it up. You know, it well, they, and for curse, so right? they need a little they need a little a little shelf of little like figurines of your gods that you can like put with your skins on them like on a little shelf inside smite and then like, like little clothes little... that you can dress your dolls up with because yeah. at this point they're dolls your doll needs, doll yeah. so dress your Set. smite dolls up with their Check clothing the... yeah buy the, buy the swagney pack it comes with a, a 40 ounce and you, and you click on <laughs> you you click on them and they do their little you know they do a some sort of well they are selling the little uh, hit hit point TV was that their name yeah uh, they are selling uh, they have three dolls because <laughs> they're statues little little, little chibi little yeah. chibi figures uh, but Amir is one of them uh, he looked really crappy so I doubt I'll buy him but uh, I didn't How get a good, little bobbleheads you know, that sit over in the right hand corner of the screen. I'm just bitter about like, merch at the get, point. You know, taken up and frozen or something, and it, like, wobbles in the corner. Or gets frozen, too. Oh, now the Bologna statue? I didn't even realize that was for sale. I thought that was, like, an art piece. It, it's for pre-order. It's for pre-order. Wait, what? $50? It's, it, it is what? amazing. It's, like, this big. I'm about to show it's a, a a PVC figurine. So, like, imagine... 
Like, okay, so this is this is the sandboxer, it's on, right? On the screen right now. Uh, like this is what Sandboxer does. So this is about five inches tall, um, and it's made out of three D print like sandstone. This Bologna was it's about that three, big? three times the like, size of an Xbox controller, and um, it was made out of that PVC vinyl that uh, you know very. Very, it works very well for building these kind of figurines. I have, I own a few of uh, other types, and uh, yeah, like it's absolutely beautiful. So they had it on display, and it was available for pre-order. But yeah, it is two hundred and fifty dollars plus forty dollars for shipping. So it ain't cheap, and I won't be giving one. Oh, I didn't. Um, I didn't actually take a good look at this Amir. I actually think that looks kind of cool. That's the Amir. Um, I was I was actually really surprised to not see Sandboxer there pitching these. Well, because these are awesome. Okay, and the license not, were you I'm saying sure that uh, they had some issues with them breaking? I I have heard that that they are quite fragile. So, so I wonder if they just had, and that, I shouldn't even say that because that's total speculation. Um. But that may, you know, maybe they had issues with them. Maybe they didn't. Maybe they're uh, still selling them. I think. Uh, but I don't know why I'm going into merch because uh, if it has a size <laughs> on it, they don't have it big enough for me. And they're not sponsoring us. Hey, Sandboxer, send us some figurines. We'll talk about you more. <laughs> that's right. We'll talk nice about you. That's the that's what you pay for. I mean, uh, anyway. <laughs> Uh, back to this thing we call Smite. Um, now that uh, Raging's done with his pain to Viande. <laughs> his beef, right? Anyway. Um, there's also a Shaolin Fury Mercury like we talked about. A Harajuku Neath. Basically Stobek, a sister to Kawhi Bastet. Uh, Jetpack Fighter Nemesis. Tier 2 Isis and Soul. And a gold diamond Jingjin. Uh, let's see. S, uh, the SWC 2016 frame is still awarding fantasy points for wins. Uh, it was as of last night. To be honest, I didn't check uh, when I played before the show. But it the 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 season two ticket rewards section is still live. Now, what I don't know is if you get to a tier, if you'll still get the the reward for it. I'm I'm never yes. gonna know because I just barely got to the ten thousand point to get my Doctor Vonis skin. So I need would need five thousand more points to get to the last item, which you know is gonna take me. Six months. Gems to do. <laughs> so I assume yeah. you can still get the rewards because the gems yeah. are still for sale. You can unlock them for three hundred uh, gems for five hundred points. I need less than I need four hundred and fifty to get the Swagney announcer pack. Which should, can you not? Do you not get that if you have the skin and the voice pack? It's the announcer pack, so oh, no. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. This is this is the voice Wait, that says genocide, and and he, you know, it, it's a killing spree. Instead, you get it's a three way, baby. You know, in that. <laughs> in that uh, so how is it? Do you like it? Is it funny? Uh, it's pretty good. I actually use the Anuki pack. Uh, I like the Anuki voice pack better, but that's because I like Anuki's voice and the way he words it. But yeah, this this I swaggy announcer pack is pretty good. 
Man, I don't know. I'm tempted. I'm tempted. I only have 496 gems left, though. How many, I how have. It's 300 gems to get me the 500 gem or the 500 points to unlock that pack. Okami in chat is saying it's valid until February 2nd. So if you think you can get 500 uh, fantasy points at 15 points per win in two weeks, then you don't need to. Oh, I'll get that tonight. Hell yeah. We can play some games. Um, hey, while we're throwing out beefs or viandes or pains or whatever for the game, let's just throw them all into one bucket. Because I just remembered something that I meant to ask. I wanted to say, okay, who does the UI for the game? I want to talk to them because I have a beef. Um, now, I keep Smite up pretty much 24-7. It just sits there. And then mm -hmm. I sit in my chair and Those I of us who are your friends know this. And mm -hmm. um, so every day that you log in, keyword, log in to Smite, um, you get mm -hmm. a reward. If you don't log in, you don't get the reward. Not only that, it clears <laughs> it out so you go back to zero if you don't. Yep. And you can sit there and click on it all day long. So you have to close the whole application and open the whole application just to get your... 35 freaking gems <laughs> or you're stuck back at 15 so the they want you to play more and be in the game more but when you are they actually punish you for it and make you go out and come back yeah and i i think yeah, it's simply just something overlooked i don't think they have any i don't think anybody but, in the right mind would be like we want you to close the game out so that you get the patches because it tells you and it closes you out automatically if there's a patch but think about this if I wanted to, I could just open up a smite with a new character and just let it sit there and collect yep. and collect and collect and collect. And then but sell you would it. still have to come in every day and click that button. That would be an easy script to write. So okay. that's well, probably the why. Script that closes, but then again, I could do that too. I could close the application, yeah. open it, and click the if button. If you're at the point where you're writing scripts, yeah, you could write a script to go in and open and close and log out and log in with the next Smurf and do it for 50 Smurfs, right? So, I mean, but yeah. If you're super worried about it, they just say play one game a day. Win-loss, you get that reward. Yeah, that that kind of actually makes more sense. Well, you know? but that's going away anyways, and they announced that at the at the tournament, that they're, that oh. daily login is going away, and they're changing it to this quest thing where every day you can do one quest out of this big list of quests. Mm. Oh, that's cool. So, I guess I should uh, listen more. Problem solved, I guess. But, yeah. Uh, a lot of people are complaining about that, though, because it is taking away from that completely passive uh, way of where you don't have to do anything. You just have to log in to get your gems. But, and possibly um, log out. Yeah. <laughs> and then log in again. Well, and the other issue I have with it is... it, And th I have this beef with the some of the achievements in the game, too, is it's going to encourage some bad play. And what I mean by that is, it, like... Yeah. There is going to be a daily quest for play three matches as an assassin. Nobody wants me to play an assassin. Nobody. Except the other team. The other team loves it when I play an assassin. So, you know, why would you incentivize me to do something that I'm very bad at? Well, hopefully uh, there's, how many quests a day are you going to get to choose from? That's going to be the... There, there's going to be a list, supposedly... And right. I think they're calling it a daily quest, so it probably means you can do one a day to earn something. But Right, right. Um, but it's, and, it's that choice that matters, right? <laughs> if there's always a choice yeah. that you'll be okay with. 
Akami says oh. that Heroes of the Storm does it that way, the exact same kind of quest. And there, yeah. there you go. Where well, Hearthstone does it too, and they give you a choice between three different quests that you can do. Right. And you right. Can actually, I think you can do all three in Hearthstone. But my my concern though is depending on how they manage the list. Like maybe eventually gets down to you only have those as your options because you've done everything else, and it doesn't reset until oh, you, you don't think it resets. All- I don't know. I, I mean, they didn't well, really go into a lot of detail, but if that's the case, then sooner or later you're going to have people doing stupid things just to get their in-game bonus. And like I said, yeah. some of the achievements do this too. I mean, there's an achievement for get 4,000 health in a match. So what did I do? Yeah. I played a mirror and I did nothing but buy health items. And oh, okay, it's not the, there. It's not the worst staff. build, but the best one is there's one for... Uh, damage everybody on the other team before without taking any damage yourself. Right. You know how you get that achievement? Jump you take Nuwa, you take Nuwa in arena, right. and you sit in base and you ult, and you do it three or four times just in case they have um, Aegis or some sort of immunity thing, and then you go out and do the game because if you take one hit you lose the achievement. So the only way to get the achievement is to do that. And that's what I did. I did a match where I took Nuwa and sat in base for the first 10 minutes. You're just a to get jerk. The I actually He's have a that self-admitted jerk. <laughs> I've got to say, the I have not. game incentivizes it, though. There, I got a little stamp in the game for doing that. I, I got that and didn't even try. See, and, and that's so I was like, thing. oh, I did? Like, I have not actively <laughs> tried to get any achievement. Except for a, a Pentakill, just because I don't have achievement for it yet. I did it first. I, now that they're doing all these character-specific ones, I've given up on it. But uh, I did it first. I was actually trying to get these achievements. Hey, does your Nuki pack um, announce Pentakills? Yep. Mine I'm not sure hasn't. if I... I'm not sure. Well, maybe I shouldn't say that because, I mean, that's the thing. At the level that we're playing now, you don't see Pentakills all that often. So, but so I've gotten I, two, and on both of those, they weren't announced, and I thought I didn't get them. I'm trying to think. I do play on co-op sometimes when I'm just not in the mood to play humans, and I'll just go slaughter bots in the arena. I'm sure there, I've seen pentacles there, but then, again, I'm not really paying a lot of attention to it at that point because the pentacles are meaningless because they're against like, bots. I had a player, I was uh, he was going to run back to base, but I was in front of him. He just stopped and let me. He was a really cool dude. He full on gave me the <laughs> pentakill, and he even said, "You know, I said thanks, man. That was nice. You know, um, I wish I remembered his screen name because he was he was really cool. But uh, it didn't. I, I I thought I didn't get it at first because it did announce it. The little thing didn't pop up or nothing. And uh, then at the end of the game, I saw it's on there, and I'm like, well, why didn't it even? You know, it said quadra kill. You know, said all that stuff." I think so. And, and there wasn't other sounds. It wasn't about that there were other sounds playing at the same time, you know, and there, you know, there's too many sounds going on or anything. Like nothing else was happening. Like all the other players were almost like they were dead and coming back, you know. Was, so I don't know. You really make me want to play the game. Are we done with the show yet? I think we I are. I think we, we were done with the show half an hour ago. <laughs> we just kept talking like we always do. Okay, so we got a bunch of announced stuff. Uh, um, maybe let you know. Maybe let's save that for next week. We we'll, we, we'll, we, we'll tempt you this week. Next week we're going to tell tell you about a uh, joust map rework, uh, some three v three league, yeah, uh, some conquest map changes, 
some new skins, season three miscellaneous stuff, and maybe you'll find a thing or two in Mercury's mail sack. And before we do anything, we do have a oh, yes. call-in question from uh, JBJ Blaze, which I don't think y'all are going to be able to hear now that I think about it. Um, but I'll repeat it for you. So here we go. Howdy, JBJ Blaze online here. I hear you got a question for us tonight for Onsmy. What is it? Well, hello there, Onsmeisters. And my question for tonight, this is JBJ Blaze, by the way. And I was wondering how you celebrated the new year with the Odyssey and how and if any of you actually went for the uh, tier 5 Thor skin that comes in the very end and what your whole thoughts of that whole thing was. Also what your thoughts on the uh, Smite World Championships were. Thanks for the great show and bye bye! Awesome, that was uh, JBJ Blaze, you've heard him, now you see him! In, in full flesh, such a good guy. And um, basically he was asking about the Odyssey, how we uh, um, in essence like the Odyssey and the reward did any of us go out for the reward and then about swc which we already talked about so um uh thor uh i got it i love it the the thing i like about the odyssey is yeah it's kind of cheesy that if you want this really big skin you got to pay a lot but you get so much stuff discounted in it and what i mean by that is yeah. You are buying, if, if you go the whole way, at every stage you're buying uh, an item, uh, generally normally priced, so 400 for a skin, $200 for, uh, or 200 gems for a, um, uh, uh, like an icon or a ward skin or something. But then you're getting a chest with every time you do that. And some of the stuff in the chest is really good. And what I find now is because I've done both Odysseys, anytime a new chest pops up, with a new exclusive skin that you can only get through the chest and there's like 10 different items in that chest, I have nine of the items already. So I'm mm. guaranteed to get that new thing. And that really came up That's because true. of when I did the Odyssey the first time and I got so much of this extra stuff that it just got to that point where now I'm, I'm on top of the wave and it's just a matter of maintaining. Yeah. And yes, it helps that Gabe is very generous to us. Um, but yeah, if 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 you're gonna play if you're gonna play the game and you want a lot of this stuff, and you're not entirely concerned about getting exactly specific stuff, you just want lots of stuff, then the Odyssey is actually a good way to get a lot of different yeah. things uh, for what you're spending. I mean, it was fifty six hundred gems, I think, for this year's Odyssey, and you got probably twelve thousand gems worth of stuff out of it. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, you know, what, what I, I said. I'm earlier, not into the Odysseys myself, but I know Ragin collector, right? He collector. He likes all the the stuff. I'm more like if there's one thing in there that I want, then I will do it. But if there, I'm not really interested in um, most of the other stuff, typically. And and it's kind of uh, um, uh, what I said earlier about um, um, you know the final skin being worth it. You know, I I didn't really think about like. The, the um, Thor skin is actually a lot more than just a skin. A, it's a, it is a really, really cool skin. It's To me, it's, it is probably one of the coolest skins in the game. But you also got a new sound. Um, yeah, which confused thing. the hell out of me at first. I, I didn't know that, that was there, and I couldn't understand why I kept hearing it. Well, this is why I forgot about it. Because <laughs> um, 
I turned music off a long time ago because of recording and streaming just to make sure because sometimes you run into issues with the music from games, not the games themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and plus, sometimes it's a deterrent. And so I just turned the music off and just keep the sounds. So I never heard the new sound back. I still haven't heard it. So I've got to turn that out. But you also got a one-of-a-kind card because it's the only card that, that comes in layers, too. Uh, it actually changes throughout the phases, and that was one of the things they, they talked about um, that they wanted to do. Um, so, it, you know, and like you said, you get a, a crap ton of stuff with it. It's almost like the yearly expansion, like the collector's mm-hmm. edition, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I think keeping that in mind, it, it's really not that expensive, and it's worth it. So uh, with that and with the question... Um, did we answer it? I think so. I didn't hear. We couldn't hear it. I'll have to watch it later. But yeah. Okay. So um, yeah. Thanks for the question. And uh, you continue to call them in at uh, speakpipe.com slash onsmite podcast. Uh, go to onsmitepodcast.com. Um, apparently, I forgot to upload the last episode um, <laughs> to YouTube. So I'll be uploading this one and that one. Um, Plus the podcast. So, uh, yay, we're back. And uh, we'll see you next week.